You are now listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk Doc, sharing insights through real, honest, and practical ways to improve your communication and relationships. Featuring your hosts, Dr. Pamela Kreiser, Meredith Edwards Nagel, and Taylor Polendo. Happy 2022. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. We survived the holidays and we have made it. Ooh, true. That's good. That means our kits work. <laughs> we're still here. That's right. such a go for me, but. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back talking about New Year's resolutions and we're going to do four short episodes based on New Year's resolutions. You might be wondering what a short episode looks like here and we're thinking that it'll be about half the time or something like that. A quick listen for you to kind of think through what your New Year's resolution is. In preparing for this, I started looking up different New Year's resolutions. Most of the New Year's resolutions, I think, are either to stop doing something or to start doing something, or both. You guys, are are you into resolutions? I have my years where I'm more into them than others. <laughs> I have so good this, intentions, yeah. Good intentions, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people are into New Year's resolutions. So what, are, what did you look up through all this? looked at some different resolutions. Okay, so there's stop doing something and there's start doing something. But I was also thinking, how does that relate to our gig at asking for a friend? What are we doing related to that? What I was thinking as we were kind of talking was, could we create communication New Year's resolutions this year? God, I hope so. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's just, it's what we're into. But I, I bet people don't. Yeah, I could probably guarantee you that that's not happening. I think I've made one ever. A communication? Yeah, I think it is. It's more like behavioral. It was if I ever had a good thought in my head that I had to say it. Oh, yeah. You freaked out out that clerk or something. At the grocery store. Yeah, I think uh, she thought I was hitting on her because I thought her eyes were really pretty and I I, thought it and it was like in February and I I had to tell her. (laughs) I really liked that one. Yeah, that was good. Basically, what it comes down to is in the United States, there seem to be four that are kind of typical. They're mostly around things like losing weight, improving fitness, saving money or spending money more wisely. And a whole bunch of us want to spend less time on social media or less time at our desks. Now, of course, that's not a surprise given the pandemic and all the things we've come through, right? Mm -hmm. Those are kind of the areas. Okay, cool. Okay, so... What are the recommendations? How do we do this? What I think we should do is probably start with a quiz. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> I think I you say always that every time talk about planning, but you never let us plan for these. No, 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 no. We would never want that. But we're we're going to help everyone else plan. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah, I know. I didn't even mention there was a quiz. So here's the question: Of the different groups out there that we group ourselves in the United States, so you have baby boomers. You have Gen X, you have Millennials, you have Gen Z. Okay. Who makes the most resolutions? Gen X. Millennials. Answer, Gen Z. Oh, is that the baby? I know. It's like the youngest ones. Yes, you're right. They're woke. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So that's people born from 1997 to 2015. So and not guess, us. And guess how many of that group says that they will make resolutions? Over 90%. Oh, I was going to say like 60. Isn't that incredible? Okay. Really? Really high. So our lowest group of making resolutions is baby boomers. Yeah, I could guess that. So, Because <laughs> they've learned that there's no point. That's, I know. I was kind of thinking that. I thought they're more realistic about life. Yeah. Born yeah. 1946 to 1964. 
Mm-hmm. And then we have Gen X's, 78%, and then Millennials, 88%, and then over 90, 91.8 for Gen Z, which I found wow. really interesting. But that's still high in like all in all generations. That's a lot of people making resolutions. I it's think it's really... a lot of people claiming that they make them. Yeah. Well, they may I mean, make them, they just may never stick to them, but I think they're... Well, okay. So yeah, so that's, a, that's an interesting question we'll have to get to at some point of sticking mm-hmm. to them. It's probably because they're not communication resolutions. Mm. So those right. are easier to stick to? Is that what we're saying? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so another quiz question for you. So we talked about losing weight. That's a popular area. What percentage of the population in the United States is considered overweight and a separate category, obese? So there's right. overweight and there's obese and then there's regular weight. to answer this. Just a percentage? In the U.S. In the United States, yeah. Percentage are overweight? Overweight and obese. And? Yeah. 65. Oh my gosh, you guys are so good. 65. I beat you on a numbers answer. Weird. It's because that you didn't have like a calculator. gold star moment. I'm, yeah, I didn't have my calculator. I didn't Do even try with math. the calculator. Do your math on your overweight people. So that kind of isn't surprising that people do a bunch of resolutions around weight loss, right? Sure. Wow. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Two thirds of the population is considered in that category. So and we're focusing on that today. The weight loss. Let's focus goal. on it today. But what's, you know, the question becomes, what's the communication version of that? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> I mean, what we could we... brainstorm. I think about different things that are maybe things we need to get rid of, like toxic behavior or negative thoughts. I don't know. There's, there's lots of different things. It seems like if you thought about what the diet industry does, you maybe the, some of the keys are there, what people recommend for weight loss. What about like self-control? Yeah, self-control. Well, I, I mean, that's part of it, right? They recommend things Taylor would support, like no sugar, yeah, lower sugar. Fan I don't of that have one. any self-control, so maybe this is fine. <laughs> self-control, low carbs, limited calories, smaller so that- portions. That's kind of all taking things away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cutting mm-hmm. things out. So what are we cutting out communicatively? It maybe comes down to this question of what do you take in? What do like, you normally consume? Because a lot oh, of people okay. say you can exercise to tomorrow, but the real weight loss will come if you limit your consumption. Okay. So, so communication consumption, what is that and how do we cut it out? <laughs> Part of the question that we all have to kind of answer is what do you consume on the daily? There's some people that are consuming negativity because they're around a lot of negative people. Mm. Or there's some people around that are super draining. Expensive people. Yeah, Yeah. emotionally expensive. That's right. Okay. One of my favorite phrases. I took notes with this pen. Sometimes I'll hear people say, oh, I never have anything turned off. I always have either a podcast going, music going, Mm. YouTube going, Netflix TV on. Sometimes the TV's, if you've ever been to someone's house, the TV's just on all the time. So maybe just reducing the noise, maybe. That's something I would think of constantly yeah that makes me think of people who like can't be alone Mm. go to the doctor they take a friend with them they're in the car they call someone although Mm. i i find that kind of nice time to catch up with someone without a kid screaming with me but maybe that person who has to always be with someone always take someone with them to an event or always i don't know i guess be stimulated Mm. by a person Mm -hmm. so it's almost sounds like part of losing weight communicatively is reducing the noise of some communication in your life 
Or maybe reducing the empty calories. Yeah, like reducing the uselessness, whether that's reducing negativity noise, reducing useless bickering, reducing... Like those types of things that we've talked about before. That actually is a really interesting New Year's resolution mm-hmm. to reduce bickering. Because so how are you going to do it? We've talked about the good enough test, right? Instead yeah. of passing the good enough test versus having it be your way. And that's difficult, but it's sort of like making some choices of what do you want to fill up the communicative space with? And if it's empty calories, most dietitians would say that's not going to produce health. Okay. So we're thinking of useless communication. That's a good one. I like that. So should each of us have an example of what this would be? So for people listening, they can think of quick communication weight loss. I can have a goal for myself this year. Yeah. Oh, no, I think that's a great idea. And I think just for everyone listening to start thinking about what would be reflective of what you're consuming that you don't want to consume anymore to that degree. Mm-hmm. What do you want to maybe reduce down? One thing that I'll confess is we talked about airplane mode. We talked about setting different limits and I haven't done any of it. Oh. And I think Taylor, you put your phone on airplane mode. On silent at night or something. I know. I thought about this. Yeah. I I used to sleep with it in airplane mode and because of the, I don't know, almost, I think it was tension that you felt about being available all the time to people. Oh yeah. High accessibility stress. Yes. (laughs) And I, I did. I've slept with it in airplane mode for months and then it went away. And so I don't even have to do it anymore. Oh, that's interesting. It's just as if it doesn't exist to me, even though it's right there on my nightstand. That's good. So I think I need to either do that or another resolution idea I had was to start putting it on airplane mode during certain activities. Sometimes I'll have my phone out when I'm grading papers or doing other work. And I think that's not a great thing. Hmm. Multitasking. Well, because I just go to it as soon as it goes off. Are you going to focus on anything? (laughs) <laughs> and I wonder how much slower I am at my task because of that. I like I'm that. Sure, yeah. I thought a lot about the self-control aspect of connecting. If I've ever thought about like trying to get healthier physically or whatever, mine is self-control. If there's 10 cookies in my house, I will eat all 10 of them today. And I know a lot of people that can control that. I can't. So I'm thinking communicatively mm-hmm. self-control, which for me is going to be the practice of slowing down. Mm-hmm. And a little bit more active listening or self-control in terms of being more proactive instead of reactive, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. I hear you say planning is what I just heard. I was struggling with my words because I was resisting about to use the word because I knew you'd like it so much. But you're right. Yeah, right. Self-control yeah. is going to be about me learning how to plan and slow down a little bit better. Yeah, that's a good one. Especially with those higher stressor relationships. Because you don't need to do that so much with the ones you're comfortable with. But for me, I'm going to need more of that with the emotionally expensive person or the high stress environment, or especially with work. It's like it was a good place mm-hmm. for that. I initially thought, um, <laughs> oh no, like already doing it, hedges and qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love still, it. I still come back to that. I want to say what I mean, mean what I say. I want to be more direct. But with a warm tone. <laughs> so that's just a reduce by half, as I like to say. Don't get rid of them entirely, but just try to that's reduce right. them that's by right. half. It's a 50% yeah. goal, people. You can do this. I like that. No, because you don't want to do anything where you say, I'm going to never do it again, because then you'll do it one minute later and your goal's broken. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like, oh, I failed. So why should I even try? Mm-hmm. And you never get back to it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm really proud of us. I feel like we've got great goals already. We've got some goals. I need to actually do it though and not just talk about it. Yes. 
Same. So no more high accessibility stress. I like this. Yeah. Number one, done and out. Before we go, if you're watching, you're seeing us with these fancy oh. asking for a friend mugs. That's right. And if you're listening, these are mugs that have our logo on one side and then hashtag not coffee on the other side that. that we have a contest going and that is to hear your stories from the holidays we're going to pick three winners so we're each going to pick a winner and we're going to send you that mug right. how do you submit i don't remember taylor do you do you remember what we are saying about that you can tag us Two on ones. our insta afaf.podcast or email meredith go what is it hello at afafpodcast.com all right there you have it. We'll Bye. see you on the second one. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Please remember to rate, share, and subscribe to our podcast. And thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Our email is hello at afafpodcast.com. This show is for educational purposes only and is copyrighted. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting. Thanks for listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk Talk.